We're a couple of minutes early. I believe we have some epic guests arriving very soon. We'll get this under road. Good morning, Andrew. Welcome. Good morning, everyone. Gareth, Jurg, Emery. I've got my morning coffee ready. Am I one of the epic guests you were you were referring to, Tommy? Hello, hello. You, I don't I don't know who else I'd be talking about. Come on now. I mean, other than Jorg and, and Andrew and Emery and <laughs> everyone's epic. We're all special. Everyone's special. How are we all today? Oh, How's everyone true. feeling? Doing pretty good. Yeah, today. feeling good. All right. We're waiting for a few more of our guests. Here we go. I think uh, Jaden is here. He's ready to talk. Yeah, I've just invited him up. Okay, and I just invite him to speak, and we've got one more. Okay, I think we're almost ready to kick this off. Good morning. I'm still getting my microphone sorted, but I'm all here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Nice and clear. Are our um, awesome Yakul partners with us? I believe uh, Jaden's still waiting for a class. If you guys are ready, to get started. I'll, I'll send him, just send an invite for him to speak as well. Taking a little longer than normal. All right. X could be having its its early morning coffee. Early morning coffee on a Saturday. <laughs> ah, Friday. It's all uh, all relative. Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You know, some of those late night installs, I've had like three or four coffees through the night just trying to get stuff running. <laughs> I call those nap I call those nap coffees. <laughs> okay, see a couple more Templars. Um Jaden, can you request? Um I can I can't see I can't see the request option come in yet. I'm trying to invite you to become co-host. See if that works. Yay. I think we're there. Well, if we've got everyone here, I thought we should start with um just like an intro. Like from everyone, just so everyone any listeners they know who we are. Um, a little bit about like what we do and the roles we play. Gareth, do you want to go or Jaden? Do you want to go? Yeah, let, let's let's get the uh, Jackal guys on first. Um, this is this is more about um, you know get, bringing awareness to to the the, the tippy community of, of what Jackal's doing and um, what uh, you know exciting things we're going to be doing with the partnership. So yeah. Let's get the uh, Jackal guys to introduce themselves and um, introduction to, to what Jackal is and does. All right. Jane, well, I suppose I could. Yeah, I, yeah I you got Jane's having technical difficulties. <laughs> Let's see here. That's okay. We can manage it. 
Let me see if you can rejoin here real quick. Uh, but in the in the meantime, um, I'll just uh, go for a few seconds here. Uh, my name's Emery. Uh, I'm the Jackal lead economist. Um, I've been working with Jackal uh, well, actually since inception, um, and happy to be in a space with you guys. Um, and it seems kind of like a kind of like a natural fit. Um, just kind of uh, keeping the train moving with uh, uh, digital privacy. Hey, can you guys hear me now? Yes. Nice oh, and clear. Awesome. Imagine, imagine <laughs> working for a tech company and not <laughs> being able to figure out a Twitter space. Sorry That's about that, fun. gentlemen. I appreciate your patience. We're glad to have you here. Yeah, glad to be here, guys. How's everyone doing? I know it's uh, Saturday morning for a couple of you and, and late Friday for a couple others. Yeah, it's not too it's not not too early here um, over in New Zealand. Eight AM, so it's, it's pretty good, pretty good going. Eight AM on a Saturday, and and you're spending it with us. We're grateful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's eight AM Saturday is not all right. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I'm just saying, like oft, often it's like five AM Saturday. Yeah, okay. So, True. You know, yeah, eight AM Saturday is like okay. <laughs> yeah, five AM Saturday, you lost me. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, I know I kind of jumped in in the middle. I, I, I uh, kind of missed what Emery said, um, but if we were doing introductions, I'm, I'm happy to, uh, to jump off. Yeah, let's just um, yeah, get an introduction, Jen, uh, about yourself, and then I think we can jump into uh, more about what, what Jackal is doing. Yeah, beautiful. I am the uh, I'm the director of growth over here at Jackal. We are decentralized hot storage, um, bringing on-chain permissions and uh, and decentralized hot storage to the Cosmos ecosystem and beyond. Um, yeah, I, I've worked here for you know over a year now, and uh, as of late, um, you know we've had uh, a lot of momentum generated. Gotten some great conversations with uh, people like yourselves and. Um, we're all about establishing these trailblazing partnerships and, um, you know, helping one another achieve the goals that we've set out to achieve with our companies. Yeah, nice, nice. So let's, um, I guess just before we go into more about, about Jackal, um, let's do some intros from the Timpy side as well. Uh, so Jörg and I are the... Um, Founders and uh, co-CEO of uh, Timpy. Um, I predominantly work on on the business side of things, and Jörg on the technical side. Uh, so Jörg, I'll, I'll hand over to you. Do you want to give an intro to yourself, and then also what have we got? We got Andrew here as well. So Andrew, uh, introduce yep, himself. Sure. Yep, no problem. So yeah, my name is Jörg, uh, co-CEO, as Gary said, uh, technical side, so I'm the guy who um, doesn't see the sunlight, I will always be locked into the basement, and will get out sometimes when I do uh, Twitter spaces, which is this morning, yay, I see, I see sun, that's great. Um, so I'm, um, my background is information security and um, a couple of years ago, I had the idea of creating an alternative to the current um, search landscape. And that's what you see today. It's basically um, the last two and a half years, um, a lot of work 
on Timpy and um, we are glad that we are um, released our um, um, software in beta. Um, we have a lot of you know parts to it, but um, we are really happy about um, where we at right now with our search engine. The only thing about the only thing beta about Jurg is the software, though, right? Right, Jurg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want me to jump in there? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. My name's uh, Andrew. With uh, with the Timpy team here, uh, working in communications, uh, investor relations, and basically uh, everything else that needs uh, once in a while having a finger put in the to stop the, the leaks as <laughs> you're building one of these things. But I am extraordinarily excited. Uh, to be talking to Jackal today, um, mostly because uh, we got lots of data and we need places to put it when we start doing fun stuff with it. So um, can't wait to hear more about you guys. I was worried there for a moment <laughs> what you wanted to say about where you were putting your fingers. Um, but well, I'm glad I thought, you were uh, what about, what about having, having in a different direction. Having, needing a place to put it. Where, yeah. Where's the space going, guys? All about data, guys. He's got his finger on the pulse. That's what he meant. This, this, this is this is following the agenda exactly as as we had planned. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, awesome. Look, the um, yeah, partnership. I think we announced with Jackal last week. Um, we're very excited to 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 start building on this partnership. Um, from from our side, when we look at what we want to build and um, how we're developing um, the the ecosystem of of tools, you know, bringing data integrity and data freedom to the world, then we don't want to build it all. We haven't got time to build it all, um, and so so we want to uh, you know partner with um, other projects and businesses that um, you know bring value into that ecosystem. And Jackal's uh, one of those. If you, if you look at how um, Google developed one of Google's first products was uh, Google Drive, um, enabling people to store data online, um, and that that's uh, essentially one element um, that, that Jackal is going to be fulfilling within um, the ecosystem that, that we're building as well. Um, so I don't know, Jaden or Emery, did you want to talk more around your um, uh, your, your file storage capabilities? And then I think we've also got um, uh, some exciting news about some new products that you've got coming out. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to jump on that. Um... The way that I like to explain Jackal storage is fundamentally, I like to start at the top and think about use cases and different problems and opportunities that people in those use cases are, are dealing with right now. So for example, like when we're talking about decentralized storage and the nature of that niche of blockchain technology right now, where some of the shortcomings or where some of the opportunities for Jackal and other companies to take advantage of is really just the nature of the beast of, of how fast uh, the retrieval is. And what I mean by that is if you imagine a GameFi company, someone looking to build games and bring them into the Cosmos ecosystem, a company named Quan Coin is a perfect example of that. One of our partners who is trying to figure out how they're going to implement a storage solution 
that they can access, retrieve, upload uh, files to immediately. And how that actually looks in the game is if I buy a game skin and I want to store that information on Jackal, if I want to keep it safe, the way that these decentralized storage protocols operate right now is if I want to query that data, it's going to take a couple of hours. It could even take a day. So for a lot of different use cases with storage, you just don't have that amount of time where you can wait. And you need to <laughs> so that's kind of the niche that Jackal's exploring and we're jumping into. And the value that we're able to provide for our partners is really just having access to scalable, truly decentralized hot storage. And Jaden, let me ask you a question. So Jackal not only stores information, but it also acts as a CDN, a content delivery network, so that people can actually get their files at a decent amount of time. Part of me, sorry. Does it also behave as a CDN where it, that, that content um, is being delivered uh, faster than other networks might be able to. So instead of having to, you know, not only have file storage, but also pay for a content delivery network, um, does Jackal essentially handle all of that? Yeah, so so essentially, I just want to make sure that I'm not misinterpreting your question. Um, so basically what you're asking is it's, it, we handle not only uploading, but downloading and retrieving the file as well. Yeah, essentially that's what it is because a lot of times people don't realize once they get into this game, they're like, oh, I'm just going to put my information on the cloud and I can download it whenever I want. And that might be true for a single user. But as you expand, as you're dealing with larger companies and multiple people downloading that same information, you almost you need to have a content delivery network where yeah, nodes are question. closer to the user. Yeah, great question. So we're not really a CDN. I know that Emery has some technical knowledge that he can uh, he can explain this a little bit better than I am. However. Kind of, but we're not really a CDN, no. But it is, it's definitely possible. Emery, if you want to, uh, if you have any insight on this whatsoever, I know I'm, uh, I'm not too technically sound uh, below board. So if I, can, uh, if I can call up Emery here, he might have some insight. Yeah, no problem. You guys hear me okay? Loud and clear. Excellent. Yeah, uh, thanks for that uh, intro, Jaden. Yeah, we're, we're, we are not uh, what you might call a, uh, a CDN in the classic sense. Um, although uh, we do have products in the future where you're able to share certain content, uh, depending on uh, how you're able, how we're able to store it. Uh, a, a while ago, we were working on um, a project called Shepherd, which you can uh, share files uh, between uh, between wallets uh, and also. Uh, share publicly. Um, so the the ability to share uh, various content is definitely possible uh, within Jackal. However, we're not a CD. We're not we're not a traditional CDN. Although the capabilities of a CDN are not far to Jackal's reach. So uh, while absolutely possible and definitely something we'd love to do in the future, uh, that's not our that's not our current uh, that's not our current goal. Our current goal is to make sure. As Jade was saying earlier, that uh, private storage, private secure storage, is a number one priority. And although uh, making that content public is definitely possible, um, we are we're more focused on the, the privacy of one's of one's data. Yeah, and that, I mean, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to say, and Jurg is probably like dying to say something about this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that you know that fits perfectly fine into our decentralized infrastructure of Timpy as well, right? I mean, that's that's the same approach, and it's 
it's really great that um, they they have that uh, because with with uh, our tap network we are also um, you know closest to the user always and uh, that fits with with Jekyll's approach to that as well when they um, talk about the proxies and even though it's not a CDN but um, I think CDNs will CDNs will die out at some point and hopefully and we will have the uh, decent more more the decentralized approach. For anyone um, who doesn't know what the CDN is, it's basically a um, content um, a distribution network. And it's, it's quite often is that the internet providers have servers that store, that, that, that store the uh, content from YouTube or um, um, other pages to deliver the content faster to the local user. So we have solved as well as Jekyll has solved it um, in a decentralized way, which is not a CDN, but has the same functionality and um, uh, makes it even, I think, a lot more resilient, I would say. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a goal, right? I mean, we want to have more decentralization and more redundancy when it comes to these networks, that's for sure. Um, and I am so sorry to do this to you, Gareth and Jörg, but I'm going to put the, the guests on the hot seat because I was in a space with the Allcoin Daily. It was me, Allcoin Daily, um, Tina, and Guy from Coin Bureau. And we were kind of like asking each other, what is the next big thing? And Guy basically came out and said, yeah, Deepens. I mean, people are sleeping on Deepens right now. That that's what's happening. And then he proceeded to name drop Jackal during that, that, that space during that conversation. Why are people like Point Bureau looking at Jackal and going, "These guys are it. They're a big deal." Now, have you guys? Before I answer this question, have you guys seen the piece that Coin Bureau put out on Jackal? I have not. not. So Coin Bureau did a little bit of, I want to say it's probably around two months ago, but I think Coin Bureau, when they first talked about us in December of 23, uh, they have an article for some of their uh, premium subscribers that they put out on Jackal, where they basically went on to say that they believe that we are a CIA honeypot. Um, however, um, I think that that was probably some of the best publicity. It's hilarious if you know any of the team, and I know that a lot of you guys do, um, where I think that that's initially how they discovered us. Um, but with that being said, no publicity is bad publicity, so we'll take it. Uh, but hilarious that they, uh, they thought that a couple of blockchain maxis were um, CAA honeypots uh, on the side. Um, I mean... It sounds like more like you are now that you're kind of half denying it. It's fantastic. Oh, you, you got to jump right <laughs> into it, right? No, but uh, but hilarious. Uh, we capitalized on it, put it on our channels uh, and everything. But it was uh, that was the first exposure that we got to Coinbrill. We tried to get in touch with them afterwards. We didn't hear back from them. But um, at the end of the day, I, I, I don't disagree with you about the whole deep narrative. I think that there's a risk right now of it becoming a bit of a buzzword, um, which again is, is totally fair enough. Uh, it's, we see a lot of promise in it, but the underlying need for this infrastructure that we've built, it's, it's not going away, right? Like it's, it's very important. So that's what we did in the bear market. That's what we were doing. We've got Marston here. We've got Emery here. We've got Aaron here. Uh, all of the devs on our team were head down for the past 24 months building. Um, 
now since then the whole deep narrative has come around and we'll happily play into that but i agree with you guys like having the infrastructure to be able to do all of these cool things to build games to build social networks to build anything you need the first layer of infrastructure um, to be able to do any of that in the first place and that's what we're attempting to do for storage yeah it's great you know we, we, we've got you know, Timpy and Jackal of similarities in how we've been building over the last couple of years, right? And even during the, um, you know, the market conditions that we've gone through over the last couple of years, which have been pretty horrific, um, the, the, the two of us have kept on building, getting stronger and stronger and stronger, because we knew that DPN is the future uh, of, of, of Web3, right? And then what's happening in the industry so building through that now we're in a position where it's all moving towards deep in and both jackal and timpian prime positions to be capitalizing on this yeah i agree with you tommy you got any of those awesome questions that you always line up for us yeah i i've been looking at the jackal site um i love that they're a, the ecosystem index like us uh, but the, the question i have is the the new product the radiant i'm looking at that that's what we're talking about when we're talking about publishing forever publishing right yeah did you click yeah, the start button it. yet pardon me sorry <laughs> make sure you click the start button inside of that radiant page tommy yeah, yeah go, go ahead Jaden. <laughs> i was just gonna say yeah we launched two apps in the past week radiant and beacon and it's uh, our first dab into publishing. So really, it's uh, the the pillars of Radiant are endurance, security, control. Um, but the fact that you can publish something for two hundred years and um, you, you know there's nothing that can be done about it uh, is, is really neat. And we've added on a little bit to Beacon um, to Radiant with Beacon, and we believe that. Uh, that's a really, really cool opportunity for, for some of our users to play around with, to get the experience publishing things that are going to outlive them um, and, uh, and potentially something to pass down to the grandkids. So, so just quickly, Jaden, for our new users who aren't familiar with what like Radiant and what Beacon is, could you give us like just a little value like point and background on each? Yeah, it's a publishing platform. So basically what I'm able to do with Radiant is I can log in, or I, I sorry, I can go to the Radiant site, I can connect my wallet, and essentially all I have to do is upload a file to be published publicly for 200 years. So there's no risk of it being deleted, it's not gonna go anywhere, it's up there, and it's up there for 200 years. What, what, what is the uh, physical uh, limitation, like for for Timpy and Jurg, you might be able to jump in on this one as well. Actually, I'd like to hear it from both of you. When you say that it is it is there for two hundred years, I mean, what is the actual litmus for it being able to be a network? Do we have to turn off the whole internet for our our systems to become destabilized? What what makes us immutable at this point? Uh, either one of you can go first. I mean, yeah, I Emory, can... I... Go, Sorry. Go you go, you go. I've been talking <laughs> all this time. Okay, no worries. So, um, yeah, so what makes us um, very resilient is really the, the decentralized approach and that we have uh, many nodes, many redundancies, 
And yes, you, you do need to switch off the internet uh, in order for, um, um, for us not being reachable. The data will still be there. And there will be some interesting stuff coming in the future um, in our roadmap. Maybe later on, we will talk about that at some point. Um, but yeah, so for now, it's we, we grow dynamically. Um, we have uh, redundancies in all regions. We can dynamically adjust our um, our network to um, the, the network needs or what, what the network needs at that point. And um, that's the beauty of decentralization for sure. Yeah, and there's not much that I can add to that answer. I, I think that you hit the nail on the head there. That's the beauty of decentralization, right? Where in Jackal's case, every single one of our storage providers would need to go down. The network would need to die um, yeah. for your file to be lost. If Jackal Labs, the core contributors to the Jackal protocol, if we were to go under, if something were to happen to all of us all at the same time, let's say we're all in the exact same plane that doesn't make it down, the network still survives. Yeah. So I think that that's something that the like people outside of uh, of crypto, outside of the deep in you know following outside of everything. Like when we're looking at traditional frameworks for Web two storage for you know um, search engines and web indexing and things of that nature. Um, I mean, where is there really a comparison here in terms of security of of the integrity of the system? I mean, like. Do we have the equivalent uh, uh, kind of kryptonite out there that would maybe be a um, a, a uh, virus attack on a on a network system in a Web two space? Like, what is it really that we are walking into an age of just you know much more resilient networks and much more um, uh, privacy secure? Like, is there anything that is an equivalent uh, chink in the armor that 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 um, that uh, decentralized systems have in these in storage and in uh, data uh, aggregation. Milga, you could you could probably mention about DDoS here, right? That's probably one of the big ones. I mean, yeah, DDoS is one, um, but it's also um, DNS uh, um, challenges you have um, on the centralized way. So centralized um, solutions always have um, a bottleneck somewhere. And even, you know, even the big guys, they have distributed their bottlenecks into um, uh, more than one place, um, obviously. But uh, it's always a centralized approach. And with the decentralization, it's really hard to, um, to even DDoS the entire system. I'm not saying that it's not possible because everything is possible. Um, it's just the effort you have to put in is a lot higher. Um, in terms of security, as me as a security guy, you will never hear from me it is 100% secure because nothing is 100% secure. But um, it increases the barrier a lot for an, uh, for an attacker. And um, you know, if we look into modern um, um, encryption, what we can use on the blockchain um, to make sure that the confidentiality and integrity is, is, is given, it's it's really the effort someone needs to put in to um, crack that or to you know overcome um, these barriers is just at this point in time way too high and it's not worthwhile. There are a lot of more low hanging fruits out there, and that's what it is about in cybersecurity or in security in general. You want to increase the barrier above the normal level, so um, there are more um, more insecure uh, systems out there that are a better target, and that's how you prevent attacks, basically. 
because they're more yeah. attractive, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think if we're looking at this just strictly, you know, we might have to dumb it down a little bit, but centralized versus decentralized. And, and when it comes to security, the way that I like to think about it is centralized companies, when they think about security, they think about perimeter defense, right? They need to set up a fence. They need to make sure that there are no holes in the fence. They need to make sure that the fence goes high enough. There's no gaps, et cetera, et cetera. With decentralized blockchain technology, there's no base to defend. You don't need to set up a perimeter defense because the base doesn't exist. The base is spread out across the world, right? And across a decentralized network. So at the end of the day, perimeter defense doesn't exist. It doesn't need to exist um, in Web3 versus something like an AWS or, or really any centralized company. So one, one last question. And again, this is, this is more for us. I think we're on all on a cusp here of having, you know, massive, not necessarily adoption, but a mass awakening to really the demystification of decentralized systems. Right. So for Jackal, I, I'm, I'm curious. I mean, like where, where is your, where is your weakness? Where, where do we find issues with scaling? Where do we run up against the limits of storage capabilities? What, 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 what is it that we have to look forward to in a, in a decentralized data storage world uh, that we right now um, are, are currently not even aware of? Oh, that's a really good question. I don't know. Hmm, I mean, I think that I could go a hundred different directions. Um, I could go a hundred different directions. I don't, um, so, so where are the weaknesses or, or where are the opportunities? I, I don't know necessarily. I think that it's just, this technology is new. So if, if we look at, if we look at just using a, another storage solution, let's look at AWS, let's look at Microsoft Azure and what those guys are built for, right? They're built for user experience. They're built for UI. They're built for UX. They're built for all of those things to give the consumer or whoever is using their product the smoothest experience possible. They're not purpose-built for security. They're not purpose-built for owning any of your own data. They're not purpose-built for any of that stuff. So when we're talking about a decentralized hot storage network that is prioritizing all of those things, I think the opportunity for us and companies like us is to catch up to the, I don't even want to use the word catch up, but to compare with these centralized companies when it comes to user experience. How easy is Jackal to use? How friendly is it? How, how many users are we retaining? after they purchase for the first time. All of those things are really, really important to us. Um, however, fundamentally, the difference lies in what these, <laughs> what these projects were built around. And where Jackal prioritizes the self-custodial nature, true data ownership, privacy, security, et cetera, um, some of the things that we uh, and I guarantee five, 10 years down the line, we can still work on them. Um, but UI, UX, just the overall customer journey and experience, um, I think for Jackal, I think for all companies in Web3 um, are going to become more and more important. Yeah, I think I, I, I like that because, I mean, it's, it's, it's us the same, right? We, 
we, um, as a search engine, we don't want to alienate the user and um, have a complete new approach to search. So it needs to be there. Need there needs to be something familiar to the user when they come to um, to us um, in terms of search. But then we want also be uh, also have a lot of innovation. So I think for us, one of the challenges was implementing the the um, the innovations we have in a way that is not um, alienating the user and it's not you know scaring away the user because it's a complete new thing and um, you know turning them in slowly into uh, a new experience while everything looks familiar and on our side the other one was of course is always latency decentralized networks have one of, one of the challenges is latency. Um, a centralized network, I can control a lot better um, the traffic flow as I can on a decentralized network. So that is why we created our own network protocol. It was just necessary because we had to solve some of the challenges. But yeah, I totally agree with that. Well, while we're talking about this topic, I thought we should probably talk more about the value between what our two projects what we can do as a partnership together what what do you think we can do in the future that's what i'm curious about bless you andrew unmuted i had it on mute i'm no, sorry you didn't. <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> my goodness I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm happy that you were just sneezing and not doing something else <laughs> Yeah, you, you don't want to pull a presidential candidate and go to the bathroom or anything. <laughs> be that first time. So, may may I let me start and then let's um, let's see what um, um, who else had something to say in terms of how we can work together. What is it we see or stuff like that? So, um, I think with with our um, we have personal dashboards or landing pages that allows the user to create their own um, space within um, within Timpy. So um, they can have something like timpy.com slash and then whatever, whatever name they like, PUBG or whatever, or your own name. And then they have their personal uh, um, um, dashboard or, you know, the personal landing page. And then they can integrate into apps. And I see one, you know, one of these apps is, is for, for sure is Jekyll, where we see integration into storage, you know, um, going directly from your landing page, uh, storing your information, storing files, or, you know, as it just was with the um, publishing a story um, or a document that is there for 200 years. And the beauty on that is then you can also um, share, share it. You can decide to share it publicly and um, give others the opportunity to, to um, access it if you like. So there are a lot of um, integrations we can do on both sides, which makes it very exciting. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think there's too much that uh, that we can add on Jackal's end. I just think with uh, with the decentralized uh, nature of of the web scale index that you guys are building, there's going to be a, a ton of data that needs to be stored. Um, and what better way to store um, that data than in decentralized fashion? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's not just our data as well, right? We're we're opening this stuff to to all. Um, and seem, by seamlessly integrating the two services, as I said, like one way in which we can do that is through the dashboard. Then we're making it accessible um, to you know, all our customers as well. Um, and so that they, they can seamlessly have an account with uh, Timpy and utilize the uh, decentralized storage from Jackal. 
So it really is our data, meaning all of our data, right? This is the world's data. Oh, God, hang on. We're going to get into Michael Jackson references again. Uh, no, I mean, we are the world. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> Just doesn't take people, people are going to start that we're affiliated with Michael Jackson. Yeah. Not, not, so, not no, no. So, so, Sony owns that. Sony owns that. I'm not going to take that away. Hey, hey, guys. Question for you guys. In terms of, like, I obviously don't know the Timpy model nearly as well as, as the brains that we have on this call. A question that I'd like to pose to you guys. What kind of data do you foresee Timpy needing to store? What what type of data? How would you like to use that data? Any any sort of thing like that? I mean, we we store um, we saw. Let's start with the indexing. So we saw the the web index obviously um, um, on on the system, but we also store um, other indexes from um, other um, crawling activities we do. And more about that soon as well. Um, then we have the user data. So if we become, you know, when we become the hub um, for the user to go to when it comes to um, how do I enter the internet, um, how do I enter or access my my data, then the user wants to store the the, the data as well, um, their documents, their information in a secure way, obviously. And um, that's where I see the the, um, the entire integration really um, really going to happen just for clarification there we do not store you no no data. we don't store okay. <laughs> when Jörg says user data he Oops. means the users yeah the data. users not the data right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't store any user that we don't track the user but the user in itself has information they would like to keep to store to have in a secure place mm -hmm. to have accessible from everywhere and that's where I see the integrations, not the user data when it comes, we track now, we don't track. But it's, it's you know, the, the, the potential here, you know, isn't just within Timpy, it's within the whole ecosystem and the ecosystem we're building with other partners. Okay, so people will be coming to Timpy and developing our platform, utilizing uh, our network, utilizing our blockchain um uh, utilizing our data being able to directly tap in to integrate with our index and um they will need um uh, file storage solutions right so you know the, the, this partnership with jackal isn't just um about the um uh, the, the 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 functionality that, that the cross functionality that it brings to to jackal and timpy if you look at it from the wider perspective and the whole ecosystem, um, then, as I said, the, the developers that are going to be coming in and, and building on a platform will also need those file storage. So it all compounds together. Yeah, that's that's really neat. And that's something that uh, that we're looking forward to, I'm sure, just as much as you guys are. Really, uh, really exciting prospect. So I've got another question for you, Jaden. I'm just uh, look, looking more into the the, the, the radiance and um, beacon. It looks fantastic. But why only why only two hundred years? What, what, where, where did the two hundred years come from? That's a great question, and that is a question for our devs. Uh, I know that there was something behind it, but in terms of uh, in terms of the specifics on two hundred years, that's a that's a really really good question that I'm going to have to defer um to uh to some of the brains on our team 
Because I was thinking, okay, there's got to be some technical reason here for, for 200. Otherwise, they would have just said 1,000, right? Because these guys aren't going to be here in 200 years' time. Um, so, you know, it shows credibility, you know, which is what we like and with, with you guys, you know, because um, you know, credibility is important for us as well. Um, that you didn't just go out there and say 10,000 years, right? Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting to, to, to know where the 200 came from. Yeah, as soon as I get that answer, I'll get it back to you guys. I didn't know we were doing hard questions. If that's what we're up to, Jaden, you ready for this one? <laughs> Born ready. Well, look, action. I was like, oh, I wanted to ask a question, away. and I was like, I shouldn't action be asking this. <laughs> but there you go. You, glad you've got another one. I, I, got, I, I always have plenty of questions. Um, Jaden, there is an excess of storage out there between Filecoin, Sia, um, storage, and all these other ones. Yeah. Why in the world would you join this? I mean, it is, let's just say it, it's a competitive industry for file yeah. storage. Why in the world would you try to, you know, break ground in something that people have already been struggling with? Yeah, that's a great question. So one, one way that I like to look at the data storage market in, in terms of its growth, if you check it out, it's definitely, it's definitely not slowing down, right? Where people are going to need exponentially more data storage as time goes on. So with regards to the future prospects of the market, that's something that's really, really exciting. Now, in terms of why how, or how we stack up against all of those other teams that you mentioned, and it's, it's really just the use case. There are so many different ways that you can store data and so many different use cases that realistically, the only thing that we have in common with a company like Filecoin is the fact that we both store data. That's that's really it. And and I'll, I'll give you another example. So so Filecoin is cold storage, and and they are the trailblazers in the space. They're a billion dollar Goliath. They're huge, and they do a million things really 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 well. One of those things that they do really well is cold or archive storage, right? Where I am going to send a large data set over to Filecoin to rest. I don't need to use it. I don't need to touch it, but I need it stored. And Filecoin is the premier option. They're, they're a phenomenal choice for that particular use case. However, that's not how everybody needs to store their data. There are a lot of people and a lot of different users who need to store data with the intention of accessing it and using that data when they need it. And so if you look at Filecoin, if you look at Arweave, if you look at any of those companies that you mentioned, most of them either are cold storage, which again is a phenomenal use case. The other thing that we see a lot of those teams doing is to increase speed, they centralize certain aspects of it, which again, offers a better user experience. However, not very in line with the decentralization ethos. So we've attempted to, and another big point that I want to make clear is the fact that all of those teams that you mentioned are still running on proof of work blockchains. We're the only storage protocol on a proof of stake blockchain, which for the use case of speed and having access to your files and using, being able to use your files when you want to, that's paramount, right? Like I... If I need to access a file that I have stored, I can't wait 19 hours. I just can't. So if that's the case for you, that's where Jackal stands out. 
if you're building a game, if you're building anything with regards to Socialify, we've been working with some really, really cool teams doing really cool different things. We've, we're working with a team that's storing genome data that, again, they need to access it when they need to access it. And so Jackal's really the only option. Um, the other really big thing with regards to teams like Filecoin is the way that they, the way that they operate and the way that we operate is, is very different. Where if I am a team, let's say I want to launch an NFT marketplace. If I want to leverage Filecoin right now, I have to build my NFT marketplace on Filecoin to use Filecoin storage, which for an NFT marketplace, building an NFT marketplace on a storage protocol doesn't always make the most sense. A little less than ideal, I'd say. Whereas in Jackal's model, we go to you. So B is... uh, has been leading the charge on our outpost model and outpost integrations where we're bringing native decentralized storage wherever we go. So to use an example that we all know of, of Archway, the idea is if you're a dev and you're building on Archway, you don't have to go through backdoors, centralized backdoors, or pick up and move to Filecoin to access truly decentralized storage where we've built, you know, let's say we build an outpost on, on Archway. Now any of these devs that are building on Archway have access to native decentralized hot storage that they can just plug into. So we're going to them instead of relying on them coming to us, which is, I think, um, an important difference. Yeah, I mean, it's always hard for you to try to convince, you know, anyone out there to, to build, like build on my platform. It's going to be better than anywhere else. If you want to use our products, like um, I really love how the, the Cosmos ecosystem has come together. Um, it's, it's no, it's no coincidence that, you know, Cosmos in general, everyone seems to get along with everyone. Cause it's not this, um, you know, that this pity party, like come build with me, come build here. You have to do it here. No, it's all, it's always been like, let's make sure that we have the right tools and we empower other companies with the tools that we're creating, not forcing them to build on our platform exclusively, which is incredible. And it's what we need more of. Um, I mean, honestly, just stops all this, you know, infighting that the, 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 the big wigs looking from outside in going, Oh, they're stupid. They're going to lose all of this because we're just going to wait till they destroy themselves. Instead, Cosmos is just like one project helping another growing together and seeing this entire ecosystem flourish. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And that's uh, that's the beauty in, in partnering with teams like you guys. But um, yeah, I, I think that that's one of the reasons why Cosmos, Jackal, Timpy, IBC wins. Um, I, I come from a sales background, a, a traditional sales background. And if you were to tell me that I had to convince someone not only to use my storage protocol, but to pack up and move their entire company over to my storage protocol to then leverage that technology, I would have a field day. Like it would be a really, really, really tough conversation for me to be in. Um, that's, that's hard. That's hard to convince someone to do that. Um, so going about it this way, Coming from a traditional, like, regardless of how you want to look at it, it, it seems to just make sense. Yeah, 100%. I'm 100% on board with, with the way you guys are building. I mean, that's what we need more of. But Andrew unmuted. Andrew, what do you got, buddy? Or it's just me. Yeah, it's just me that sees him unmuted. Another sneeze. 
you know, the one thing I'll say, the Web 2 space is getting crushed by the Web 3 space. You go build a server on AWS, Azure, and you go build it on, you know, Web 3 platform. Look at the price difference. It's phenomenal. So I'm I'm all for goodbye Google storage and hello Jekyll. Yeah, and and for businesses, the the price tag is roughly fifty percent of what you actually pay with regards to including ingress and egress. Um, there's this this famous story. I think it was NASA, but it was it was a massive company a couple of years ago that signed this multi million dollar yearly contract with one of the big Web two storage providers, probably AWS or Azure. And they didn't account for ingress and egress. So what ended up happening is they spent their budget on the storage. And when they went to try and and pull that storage, retrieve those files, to look at them, to edit them, to do anything with those files, they got dinged for ingress and egress. And the price of ingress and egress with these companies is so substantial that what ended up happening was the company shut, I, I, let's say Amazon, shut off access to the files. So you're going to back up all of your data with a company like Amazon to make sure that you can't get held hostage, held for ransom, at what ends up happening if you don't account for another 50%, 40% in ingress and egress is they hold your data hostage. Which doesn't really yeah, make too much yeah. sense. Yeah, you got, you got to pay to play, essentially. And a lot of people don't even think about that when they're first going in, right? They're like, oh, yeah, this is the standard. Everybody's just using this. This is what I'm, what I'm going to go for. And they don't realize that there are intricacies of, like, how often are you accessing the data? How often do you need to retrieve information or even put it away? I mean, if you're using it for, um, you know, backup especially, man, you're, you're going to be backing stuff up quite often. And like you said, if you're, if you're, you might get caught with, with, with well, I mean, the lack of a better term, with your pants down because you just don't realize that, hey, I got to pay to actually retrieve it. Like it's one thing to store it, but you got to pay extra to be able to access the data that supposedly is yours. Yeah, it's exactly right. And honestly, getting caught with your pants down, it's not for lack of a better term. That is the perfect term. Um, it, it doesn't really make sense as a model. However, that is, the industry standard. So nobody really asks too many questions. Well, talking about asking too many questions, what is it something that you wish people would ask you, but they don't, you know, ever kind of get to and you're like, yeah, I really want to talk about this, but nobody ever asked me about it. Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Putting me on the spot like that, the one thing that I would you said you did sales. There's no such thing as being put on the spot now. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> I, I kind of did ask for it, eh? Um, I would say the the one thing that we commonly that we commonly have to have really have conversations with teams on is is the value of using a truly decentralized solution in this space, where people and and companies and projects and protocols are so used to having to centralize some aspect of their data storage layer that when we have conversations with them, um, we're starting from, I, I mean, a lot of the time, the value in having a solution that's truly decentralized um, isn't the first thing that that is commonly thought about. It, it's typically, you know, how is this? It's just something that that is always a conversation. And it's, it's very interesting just because it's it's not being done as well as it could be today. All right, then 
Mr. Sales Guy, let me hit you with another one. Um, what would be a call to action for people listening in today to make to change the norm? Because like you're saying, people, you know, don't expect it to be as good as it is. People are uh, caught with their pants down because they don't realize how the interest, you know, the, the industry takes advantage of people. What would be your call to action to listeners today and people that might listen afterwards? Because I do see terror spaces in here. So this is going to go on for ever hopefully TerraSpaces can start hosting their um podcast over on jackals hint hint putting that out there for you um what is it that you want people to do i love that i i think what we would encourage people to do is is not just trade and, and buy the token it's actually use the token for what it's designed for which is is buying storage um use the storage protocol try it out give us some feedback my line is always open um but not just picking up the token and actually purchasing storage and using the token for what it's designed to. Um, it is, it's, a, it's a protocol that works. It's worked for a long time now. Uh, and we're developing and, and pushing out really, really cool updates realistically every single week. Um, so with that being said, I would truly encourage whether it's Radiant, whether it's Jackal Classic, get on the dashboard, try it out for yourself um see how functional a decentralized storage platform can be and, and see if you want to go back to uh to something that's centralized after that no that's awesome yeah i mean a lot of people are like you know token by token price go up and you guys are out here looking for the users to actually take advantage of technology which is incredible gareth that's how you're unmuting there go for it buddy well, to, to, to your point, action, you know, it, it goes to the credibility of, of Jackal and, you know, the other projects that we're partnering with, right? We, we're we all looking to do this in the right way. You know, we're not just here to um, shout and, and hype about what we're doing, although, you know, we deserve to do that. Um, we're ensuring that the technology is here in five, 10 years time uh, or even longer. And that there's a real use case which adds value to the industry, um, and that's a commonality between you know, all the partners that we're 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 partnerships we're building here. Um, Cosmos has been great, as you said. Like the Cosmos ecosystem is fantastic for building partnerships as people who do care about the technology and act with integrity. I'm not saying everyone, but but you know, um, you know there there are some really really good projects here, um, and so you know we're really pleased to be part of the Cosmos ecosystem and starting building these um, partnerships out. Um, had a really good MA uh, as well with Flux yesterday. I think we've got another one coming up next week. Flux are, um, we're trying to convince Flux to do more within the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, so, you know, actually, I think we need to, to, to work on that with them. Um, seeing how we can influence them but they're interested and, and Davey said he was interested in talking with Jackal and, and seeing how um, you know there's um, can cross collaborate with partnerships between Flux and Jackal as well right so you're seeing now then all these partnerships are coming together and we're actually like building a super team here right of trusted projects who care about the industry to, to drive it forward no i got you gareth don't worry I, I my goal in the entire web3 ecosystem is to make sure that everybody owes me so uh flux owes me so i'll make sure that <laughs> we get this thing going so th don't you worry um i'll get i'll get them on the hook for this one but i do want to see you change the the rare the reddit 
that you're using right now, Gareth, instead of saying, you know, one or two decades, um, thanks to Jackal, now you start saying, you know, I want the technology to be here a century or two from now. I think that that's, that would be more appropriate. That's good. Yeah. I like it. I like it. You're right. A million years from now. Maybe there'll be a different well, we, we got to hear from their devs why it's only 200 years. I mean, you know, uh, we're mo- most of us are going to get cryo freezed by then. Um, and, you know, we're going to we're going to outlive those 200 years, even if it's not in this this lovely body that I got right now. <laughs> yeah, with the with the advances in modern science, that's probably how they pick 200 years. Eh? Just to, to forecast on the uh, safe end on when we would make it. Well, hopefully in 200 <laughs> years, quantum, you know, uh, quantum computing is out here. We're going to be able to store things a little bit differently where we're going to have superpositions and be able to do a whole lot more. So I like 200 years. That's not bad. Ah, you know what I just heard from one of our devs is we can you can update 200 years. If you want more, you can have more. Dude, I want my kids, 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 kids to be able to play my my Nintendo 64 emulator. I might have to do that. Yeah, they would probably be playing with brain chips, though, not controllers. <laughs> you make a valid point, sir. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> All right. This has been awesome. Do we, um, do we have any more questions from uh, any of the communities, uh, Tommy? Well, there's always questions, but none that we, we've kind of really covered the whole spectrum. None that we can broadcast. Oh yeah, I mean we didn't we didn't ask the the the, the most important question, Jaden. Can you give us some alpha? Is there anything that you haven't told people that you want to share with this? You know, with this crowd in the space, it's okay. This is like we're all family. You, you can let you can let let things out here. You're safe. You're safe here. I think that's kind of the beauty, or or not the beauty of being open source. Is if you want alpha, really, all you have to do is check our GitHub. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what what the team has been really really hard at work at over the past couple of weeks is is obviously uh, is, is obviously radiant and beacon. But other than that, it's really been those outposts. The model of us going to you versus you coming to us is is it's it's new. It's technology that we're developing for the first time. Be uh, the team member uh, uh, on our end that um, has been spearheading this whole project. He literally created this technology he he's he's trailblazing so um the fact that we're able to do this or or on the precipice of being able to deploy these outposts uh, onto other chains is in my opinion absolutely massive um and and the plan is to you know get on board and integrated with as many chains in our backyard locally in the cosmos as possible uh and, and then the world and Jaden, just for our new users or anyone who isn't aware of Jackal, where can they go learn more about Jackal? Where can they go get involved more? Is it Discord, Telegram, all yeah, that stuff? Great, great question. Our, our handle on Twitter is at uh, Jackal underscore protocol. Um, we have a Telegram. We have a Discord as well. Um, all of that information can be found either from the website or from the Twitter account. Uh, and we'd love to have as many people uh, involved in Discord, in Telegram, on Twitter uh, as possible. And uh, another thing, uh, I am the growth guy for Jackal. So if, if anybody wants to to message me directly, uh, I would love it. Awesome. That's so cool. Hey, we really appreciate your time. And for, for anyone listening, go follow these listeners, uh, speakers. Uh, a lot of these guys are very well adverse in the space and you can learn from them and they're involved in spaces all the time. 
And um, thank you all for taking your time today. And I hope the rest of the day goes well, guys. Thank yeah, you, thank you so much. We and I'll give, you, I'll give you all a treat. I'm going to hit start on, on Radiant. You ready, Tommy? Do it. Nice. I'm going I'm to tell you something. When the world starts to get really bad and these mugs out here robbing, you're going to love digital currency. All these motherfuckers, they be running and gunning And I'm all like, I'm sitting back just having fun in the sun And I'm like, one out of a hundred, I'm just building up on it To sum up everything we built her in the last hundred upsets You're getting salty, feeling faulty, you ain't no man I keep Robo here, grinning it, 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 throwing up anarchy Smoking toiletries, spitting philosophies Look at the dossier, we rack like geology There's layers to this shit, like it's sedimentary All these little onion peels getting torn off and buried Imagine the smell, that shit is a vital experience without knowing and how you will not survive, period. Uh, <laughs> he's a fucking trip, man. Jimmy, if you Jimmy, if you listen to this, right, you're getting absolutely fucking ripped to death, like on a spaceship of a life, you little troglodyte bastard. I hope you fucking listen, I hope you come to my house, son. I swear to God, man, I've got fucking loads of weapons and my dogs, man. You just a little rat, man, one. Fuck off, man. Do one. Fuck off. Harmony. No, no, the wonder you're looking for a fucking job. You fucking idiot. You've just been fucking up with this. Fuck off. Try to change the course of the portion philosophy I'm just here for the corporation sponsored But bottom me feels like I won the lottery Like I'm ghosting this pottery Chill Demi, boy the shit's supposed to be haunting If it wasn't ain't no puzzle You would try to train your muscle Air dropping like a fatal hustle But the pay is bustin' Think of all the loss of crew Just to pick up off the truth Because I'm not figured All those sub would make up for something I guess it just goes to show The fuck do I know? At least it's quiet over here I like my little silo It's better than watching them fight over How to divide my time between Sitting at the desk and the ride home Devs at Mickey D's, they leeching off that Wi-Fi Zapdos and Moldy shipping more than five guys Console open, waiting for the kamikaze When the flash loans bang, they're feeling like paparazzi Snapshot motherfuckers We got layers, meteora jawbreaker We cracking a lot of craters We rapping a lot of pay dirt Maxing out relators Imagine the smell, five dollar wrench to your dark Vader it's, it's really funny uh, to us at Binance That everyone here is talking about uh, blockchain attack. We know who all the validators are. We know, we know where they live. And we're, and we're going to their house. We have a wrench, a big wrench. And we will attack them at the wrench. And then we will take their validator home physically and put it in a truck and drive it to China. Right, so this is an extension of the, the activities you performed on, on BTC, right? Uh, funding and creating these massive uh, Bitcoin mines, putting them in caves, putting them in, in uh, factories that were abandoned in the past, and also using electromagnetic pulse bombs to detonate uh, the USA and the other country mines, right? So you're now applying this strategy to, to Lunk uh, in order to take over the chain, is that correct? Uh, it's more simple. There's no uh, EMP bomb. It's just a van of men in uh, Balaclava, and they have wrench and they're taking the physical validators from people's houses. They are usually very fat and they're usually uh, in the shower with, you know, with trying to wash uh, their mice uh, droppings off their uh, clothes. So it's very simple. We just walk in and we take it. But if there is someone who is sitting at the computer or sleeping at the computer, we, uh, we hit them with the wrench really, really hard. And then they say, stop. Don't do that again. And we say, that's okay. Just mm -hmm. give us your validator note. And then they give it to us and we drive it to China.
Spaces.